1: hello and welcome back to the podcast so on today's episode i am interviewing our incredible client mate we have an incredible conversation however i just wanted to give a trigger warning we do discuss eating disorders so if that's something that you don't want to hear about i just suggest giving this episode a bit of a miss okay let's get into the podcast Hello and welcome back to the Girl Fit Method podcast. So I have a very special guest in with me today. It is our incredible client, Mate. Now, I am shortening her name to Mate, but it's actually, well, it's Matey, <laughs> but it's it's French and it's a <laughs> is that? I've just totally pronounced that incorrect, haven't I? No, no, no. It was actually good. It was actually oh, good. God. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I no, did. you killed it. Okay, you tell us actually how you pronounce it, go.
0: So, actually, it's pronounced uh, Maiti.
1: Okay, right. So, oh. I do that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, that's good. With the English accent, it could be uh, Maiti or something like that. that works. Yeah,
1: it's easier for us, so we just call you Mate. <laughs>
0: Let's stick with the nickname.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, so, super excited to have you on. We really wanted to have a chat today about, I guess, your journey with us. Um when you first came to us, where you were at, and I suppose the evolution of, you know, your physical changes, but also your mental changes as well. But I want everyone to get to know you a little bit first. So tell us about you. What are you into? Tell us a bit about your history, where you grew up, where you're from, all of that.
0: So um, actually, I'm from Montreal. Uh, I grew up here. I was born here as well. Uh, I was born in a big family. I have a lot of... uh, step-sisters, step-brothers too, um, so very fun to grow with that, and out of all the people, I'm still the youngest of them all. So, the baby. Uh, yeah, I'm the baby out of like eight
1: people. Wow. So,
0: <laughs> and what else? I used to be an athlete. I was, do, uh, I was doing alpine skiing, and uh, that sums it up pretty much. I went to high school with girls only, and now I'm in university and interior design. So that's and studying interior design.
1: Yeah, amazing. Amazing. And um, how old are you? So I'm 21. So you're nice and young. Crazy. (laughs) So Yeah, life has just begun. But I suppose like when you first, we first jumped on the initial call, I remember having with you, you know, your story was really familiar for, Mm -hmm. I probably would say the majority of young women in that feeling really frustrated in not seeing results, but also just having issues with the way that you looked and not feeling comfortable in your body and actually not knowing how to nourish your body properly in order to get results. Um, I would love for you to touch on that. So let's go back to, I suppose, when you were growing up, when did you first become aware of your body and maybe potentially have negative feelings about your body?
0: So sadly, I actually started to have negative feelings about my body when I was quite young. I remember at the age of like 10, 11, sucking in my tummy, not to look fat on pictures, but you're a child. So you don't really, you know, so that was clearly unhealthy behavior starting way back. Uh, And then it stopped for a while. I think when growing from 12, 13, it was better. And then when I was 14, I was at a girl's school and uh, you start comparing yourself a lot with others. Well, I did. And this is when I actually really started to like cut back on food. Uh, I didn't want to eat because I didn't want to gain weight. I wanted to look skinnier, wanted to look better and uh, basically just wanted to look like some other girls. And so that's actually when it first started, I think. Um, I have ADD and I used to take pills that's called stratera, which were totally fine. But I decided to switch my pill. That's how it started, actually. I decided to switch my pill to something called concerta where the side effects are you're not hungry so I decided to use that for like so long saying oh I'm not hungry it's just the pills but actually I was just not eating because it made me look better that's what I used to think
1: that is so it's so funny you say that because I know all about that medication because I I have ADHD as well (laughs) really yeah (laughs) yeah I do I do and I was on that medication in high school too and it does it completely gets rid of your appetite I mean, basically, it's like, you know, a street drug. I mean, it's not a street drug, but equivalent. Yeah, to, yeah, it is. yeah, well, yeah, it is equivalent to speed. And so you just don't feel hungry. But it sounds to me like that was almost a convenient thing for you. So being able to use that meant that you could control your weight.
0: Exactly. So that's actually how it started, like, where I really because when I was younger, it was just how I perceived myself that was really bad. Uh, but I didn't do anything about it because I was still a child. I mean, I didn't know a lot about that. And it's really when I hit 15, I think 14, 15 that I started really acting on that bad behavior. Uh, So it started with the pills. I was like, Oh, I was really using the side effect of not hungry to define what I was doing. I was like, Oh, it's all about the pill. I was not eating. That's how I, I was justifying to people around me. And, um, yeah, so that's pretty much, that's how it started. So I was not eating a lot for like a year and a half. I was allowing myself to have breakfast and that's pretty much it. So that was wow. really, really bad because you need to fuel your body so much.
1: Especially when you're yeah. that age because you're growing. Yeah. yeah. And but I just want to um, ask you something. So that was really young that you became aware of your body and not feeling good enough. So like 11, 12. Was there any kind of influence in your life that made you more self-aware of your body? Was there anyone around you that was, you saw that was talking negative about themselves or was it more um, pressure from, you know, social media or like friends? Like what was it that made you self-conscious about yourself?
0: So I had a friend uh, when we were younger who was always talking about her weight um, and I, and I used to wait a little bit more than her, but I was still very skinny. I mean, we were we were children at that point. Uh, and she used to talk a lot about how she looked. Uh, and the fact that she was growing up, she used to talk about like all the negative aspects of it. She was like, oh, my, my body's changing. Uh, I feel fat. I want to go back to like when I waited zero and, uh, that's maybe something that influenced the uh, way of it. Also. I think what really triggered it was when I was 11, I had like a doctor's appointment and the doctor told me to eat more salad or to watch my weight because when I, when I'm going to be a teenager, I don't want to like be over the line of having, yeah, being oh, overweight. I or but I was so far from being overweight or even if I'm overweight, that's so not the way to address things. So, yeah. At
1: 11. Oh my goodness.
0: I was so young I w- and I, everything was thinking it was really normal to hear that from a doctor, but I don't, I don't think it yeah. is, but, uh, <laughs> <That's the laughs> that's, that's
1: especially when it comes from someone in a position like that, right. That just straight away is telling you that you need to be mindful of what you're eating because if you get bigger, that's a bad thing, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. so that's kind of probably been ingrained in your brain yeah I think that would make anybody start to question their appearance if that was told to them by their doctor that's terrible
0: yeah I was told to eat more salad and I was like okay
1: she, she's a doctor she knows
0: like and I that's where it went downhill from there
1: I think <laughs> yeah you know, it's like, and this is a side tangent, I don't want to go down this tangent, but it's important when you are seeking nutritional advice, that you're going to someone that actually is specializing in that. And doctors are amazing at what they do. However, their specialty is not in nutrition. And unfortunately, I have worked with a lot of girls who've been given some actually really, and this is not a blanket statement for all doctors at all, but they have been given some really, poor advice from doctors and because it's come from their doctor they've just believed it and in fact it's actually been really detrimental to their health so you know it just because somebody has a title doesn't mean that they're qualified to give you advice on things that they potentially aren't actually educated in so that's no, um yeah that's horrible okay so that probably was the catalyst i'd say and then you've got this friend as well that's so super high hyper aware of her body and not wanting to get fat and so you're getting fed all these messages Um, okay so you go on the medication you're using that really as an excuse to well it's coming becoming convenient for you to not have to eat right so you're not feeling hungry all the time a year and a half you're hardly eating anything one meal a day Mm -hmm. where do things go from there
0: so uh, like I said earlier, I used to be in that lead. So I was uh, doing alpine skiing. I think that's why it's called in English. <laughs> and um, I think when I realized that, because I knew in a way that what I was doing was completely unhealthy, but without realizing all the consequences that were coming with it. Mm-hmm. So I think where I realized that something was clearly going on with me was I was doing some races. So I had like a competition that I had to do. And it was like a four day straight of like a different kind of races. And what happened was I was not able to finish like one competition that I was doing because I was falling in the middle of everything because my body did not have any energy to like push yourself that much because um, I was hardly eating. I was not eating anything for the whole day, but I was expecting my body to be the best it could for the competition, which which makes no sense. So I think that's when I realized, okay, I think something's wrong with me because that's not normal behavior. Because when I was younger, I thought that everybody was doing the same that I was doing. I thought it was completely normal to think about food 24-7, to not really eat it, and that everybody was doing it without saying it. And I know that a lot of girls are going through it, but it's really important to realize that no, it's not really normal (laughs) and you have to do something about it.
1: I was yeah. actually going to ask you when you were that year and a half where you were hardly eating anything. Yeah, what what were the actual side effects of that? Because yeah, obviously when you starve yourself, you drop weight, but yeah. it's all of these other things that occur. So like we can have hormonal issues, we end up feeling really moody. We can have depression, anxiety. Um, we think about food. of the time and when I talk to girls who you know I jump on calls with them and they're wanting to start coaching with us or whatever their situation is a lot of them say that right I just don't want to have to think about food all the time but if you like in your position mate when you were hardly eating anything the body is trying to protect you it's trying to say hey we need to survive here we're not getting enough food so what we need to do is become hyper vigilant about getting food and so it's going to think about food all the time everything is going to be food related to you because your body's actually trying to get more calories which in turn for most people actually can then cause things like binging, right? Because you feel so out of control around food and it's all you ever think about. Was that anything you ever struggled with yourself?
0: Oh yes, absolutely. So hormonal issues for that one year and a half, um, I started having a lot of trouble with my skin. Mm. I, I, can't really say if it's totally related because I don't have really the knowledge and that
1: uh, I would say it's very related
0: well <laughs> yeah. I, so I think so too so uh I had a lot of pimples and uh I used my period were not as how do you say that yeah, yeah regular. thank you as regular as it used to be so sometimes I would skip a month for no reason and also I think these were two, the two of the hormonal side effects that I experienced. And I'm probably cold all the time.
1: Yes, cold. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And what yeah, was it like? Surely you weren't feeling great.
0: No, I was completely tired. Yeah. No energy at all. Like no energy.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and a little depressed, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, being 15 is already hard enough on its own, I think so it was a mix of me not eating the side effects having no energy to deal with anything uh no energy to study at school it was a mix of everything and, absolutely uh, I, I did not sleep well because i was waking up in the middle of the night being so hungry and uh i was just never doing anything about it except try to go back to sleep so i think it was a mix of all those things that were going on and uh, it doesn't do a great mix <laughs> it's no. not really,
1: no. it really ends up affecting your mental health so Okay so you figured that something kind of had to change so what did you do moving forward from there
0: So everything changed so i was actually 17 i think when i was like okay something needs to change because at that point i think my body was trying was changing on its own um i just started to eat more food because i think it started when i was on a vacation and the food looked incredible. So I was like, oh, maybe I feel better. And I started like binge eating so much. And that's where I I gained all that weight back and maybe more because I I, I ate a lot. I was always eating. And uh, that's the only thing you can think about. And I was like, I restricted myself for so long. And now I'm just binge eating, gaining weight. And then I really I started to really, really struggle because I didn't look like I wanted to look. And I could not help myself stop eating. Like I couldn't, I could not stop. So I started to like bulimia a little bit. Yeah. Because I was I I thought that was the only way that I could go back to that body. Yeah. And uh, I think that lasted for two years. And then something and pretty much, yeah. And then I started to go to the gym, train again. I was not eating well. And not long after that, that's when I contacted you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was, that's pretty
1: much the whole thing. I think. Yeah. Oh, you went through so much. Yes. It's so hard. And it's like, what we were just talking about earlier is you can only really restrict yourself for so long until you just can't anymore. And you feel like food just has this control over you and you can't stop yourself. And when you're in those binges, I'm sure you weren't enjoying it. You know, it's almost like self punishment in a way, you know how bad and how guilty you're going to feel because you've just eaten all of this food. Right. But you can't stop yourself. And it's a really horrible, horrible place to be. And I remember when we jumped on our first initial call, that was the position that you were in. So Wow, how did it feel? And sorry, I just want to raise the point that when you decide that you want to make a change, like for you, you had obviously gotten to that point where you had tried restricting, you had tried managing it on your own, and you obviously weren't getting anywhere. So you know that you needed help. But that's also a place that takes a lot of courage Mm -hmm. because it's scary because you need to give over control to somebody else, you know, to a coach in order to get better so did you find that process when we initially started did you find that scary
0: actually no because I think I was really I was ready I was so tired of dealing with having a bad image of myself thinking about food all of the time like absolutely and actually not even tasting it when you're eating it because you're just binging binge and I was just so tired at that point of dealing with all that having like nervous breakdowns when I I was supposed to go out because I didn't want to go out I thought I looked so bad did not know what to wear I was like you know I'm gonna be 21 and I thought to myself I think it's time that I start to feel good in my body because life's gonna be really long if I don't Mm -hmm. so um I don't think I was scared well I was definitely a little bit I had anxiety of course but I think I was ready because I was really tired of living the lifestyle that I used to live
1: Yeah, that's such a good place to be as well. (laughs) That's when change happens, is when it's kind of like, okay, I've tried it all and I'm so sick of being the way that I am. I need to make a change because, you know, what you were doing wasn't working.
0: Oh, no, clearly. And all the yo-yo effects, like not eating for so long, then eating, then gaining a little bit, just because you ate for the first time because your body is on, like, survivor mode all the time. So, no, absolutely. So I think I was ready to step in something more to give control to somebody else that like knows what you're doing (laughs) and Uh, that was a whole lot better that's crazy
1: well let's talk about it because your transformation was just like unbelievable so let's talk about what your nutrition looked like when you first started with us so were you trying to restrict your calories I know that you were still still binging excuse me Mm -hmm. but how much were you trying to aim to eat when you first started with us
0: so at first when I started like uh, nutrition wise, uh, just before I started, I was not eating a lot. I think I was still at uh, 1,300 calories a day, yeah, um, which was still better than what I used to eat, but which is still very terrible in a way, like completely. So because uh, I used to like allow myself one meal and I was like, that, that's it. If I have one meal, I should be good for the day. So that's where I started, and protein-wise, I did not know have I did not have any knowledge about it at all. So I didn't really had a lot during the day. Yeah, and that's where everything started.
1: And sorry, what was what was the end of the question? Yeah, so we're just talking about? So I guess that was the first thing that we wanted to work on, right? Was yeah. obviously we identified that you were you weren't eating enough, both mm-hmm. calories, but also. And this is so common that you weren't eating enough protein and protein plays such an important role. We need it for our survival, right? Now, the other thing to that is your fats. So when you are restricting your calories so much, you're hardly eating anything. actually really difficult for you to be able to reach your fat intake each day as a female if we are not consuming enough fats that has some serious impacts on our hormonal health which is Mm -hmm. exactly what it had done for you so really having to focus on working on increasing calories overall increasing your protein and increasing your fats was really the main things i wanted to focus on with you and Obviously, I understood that you felt uncomfortable in your body, but I knew that because what had happened, you weren't losing anything eating thirteen hundred calories, right? So, like your metabolism had just downregulated. We needed to work on upregulating your metabolism, getting you to a much healthier place, so that we could we could focus on the exterior. At a later date. But really, your transformation was really incredible. So tell us about it. How did you end so, up after our
0: <laughs> so actually? Um, I know it sounds scary when you actually start like hearing increasing calories, like when you're not used to it. It could be really scary, but you do it in a way that makes you feel really safe. I don't know. I just felt at first totally safe and I was like, my life's in good hands. Um, and honestly, it felt great. Like the more I was into it, the, the, the more I just stopped thinking about food. Like food is not on my mind anymore at all. Um, I just, I just see it in a completely different way. It's crazy. And I, I don't even have the words I think to explain it because I, I really used to think about food 24 seven. I had no energy in the gym and now it's just the complete opposite. So I don't think about food. Uh, if I'm hungry, I can just Eat. Uh, I really listen to my body signals. I I really focus on taking a lot of proteins, uh, intakes. And I have just a lot more energy. I feel good. I want to work out. So I learned to love uh doing that part instead of like hating it so much. And honestly, it feels amazing. I don't think I could have done it on my own. I think at some point you need to reach out for some help. And uh, I'm so glad that I was with you because. You're, you're just incredible with the whole process. So I felt so good. Honestly, even when the days that I felt a little uncom- uncomfortable, um, the videos that you make just made me feel so much better. So no, honestly, it was an amazing process. Yeah.
1: I'm so happy to hear that. It is very hard. It's such a hard process, especially when you're coming from being so fearful of eating more because you think you're going to gain weight. But if we have a look at your progress, so how much did you end up eating towards the end?
0: I was at 2,200 calories, I think. It's
1: crazy. That's, that's, that's like almost an extra thousand calories. It is. It
0: really is. Like,
1: and what happened to your body? So
0: actually, I, I don't even know if I can say that I gained a little weight because that's not entirely true. I think I gained muscles more than anything else because I was actually seeing progress in the gym um it's really important I think to be in that place uh, I know it's uncomfortable to a lot of people and I really understand but it's so worth it um I think you have to be a little uncomfortable for a little while just in order to see results to be healthier and to get where you want to get so, I love
1: that. so true yeah. because and, and I guess it, it can be hard because especially when you're focusing so much on fat loss, when your goal is not fat loss, that's that's a really difficult place to be in because you really need to change your mindset and your mentality. But I think what's wonderful about that process is that, you know, for you, you were able to see you've added almost an additional thousand calories and your body hasn't blown up, right? So Yeah, no, Absolutely you you didn't actually gain anything
0: no no no, actually no I didn't gain anything uh it's I don't know how to explain it I think you do it better than me but somehow you eat more and then you just train better you train in the better way you stop doing like two hours of cardio for no reason (laughs) and um competition of that just gives you incredible results um it's all about the long-term being healthy in the long-term I think and um yeah when you, you don't get weight, you don't go up. I don't know how it's just, it feels really good though.
1: (laughs) I think some people think it's magic and they don't believe that it could actually happen for them, but there's, you know, there's a bit involved there because when we just talk about dropping calories to lose weight, it's, It's not really that simple, right? Initially, yes. If you're eating a good amount, if you're a healthy individual and you go into a calorie deficit, yeah, you can absolutely lose weight, right? Mm -hmm. However, when you are chronically under-consuming, there is so much that goes on and you're going to find it so difficult to lose fat. And what happens is, you know, your metabolism downregulates your body knows it's not getting enough energy. So all it wants to do is send energy to your vital organs and the vital functions in your body, like your heart and your lungs, everything else will downregulate and won't get that energy, you know, uh, the ability for us to produce our hormones and our cycle and our digestion, and then it affects our mental health. And then we end up binging, which then takes us out of a calorie deficit into a surplus. And then we aren't moving as much because we're not getting enough food. All of these things add up, right? And the great thing is, is just like for you, mate, you torch your metabolism to slow down. By your actions, you can also teach your metabolism to speed up and to increase if you do it the right way. And that's completely, completely possible for every single person. Exactly what has happened with you, which has just made me so happy. So the physical is incredible, but I really feel like for you, the transformation in your mind and your mindset has been, has been the most valuable
0: no, well, absolutely. I think it's a great mix of both uh, mental and physical, but mentally it's, it's a whole new life, really. Just to not be thinking about food, to not fear food. Um, cause you, you eat one cookie and you can't eat one cookie cause you have to binge everything. Cause you, you don't authorize yourself to eat them usually. Now not to do that and just have this freeness, like with, with food, it feels incredible. Um, and also, honestly, physically, too, having so much more energy at the gym, being able to, to I think your body's just going to thank you for doing all of that. Um, finally, giving it all the love and all the care that it needs. So you're eating well, you're eating better, and you're just training. So I know it feels good. Honestly, it feels amazing. Like it's a, it's a relief. It's the first time in like, 10 years i think that i actually feel good about myself and yeah i don't fear food i don't fear going out i don't fear eating out sometimes i it's no it's a really it's a world of difference
1: yeah it's so amazing it's free you're exactly right it's like actual freedom and as you're talking like it makes me so happy because you're such a like vibrant creative hard working ambitious girl and you should not be wasting one second of your day beating yourself up or thinking that you're not good enough or it being consumed with having to restrict calories. Your energy and your thought space should be on other things, should be on what you're wanting to achieve. And that's exactly where it's at now. It just makes me so incredibly happy. And I'm really proud of you because, yes, it is can be an uncomfortable and hard process, but you've done the hard work and now you're reaping the rewards and you deserve all of them. But what right. I want us to leave this podcast with is I know that there are a lot of girls in your situation right now who don't know what to do. Well, your situation, where you were, right? Mm-hmm. What, would be, what would be your advice to them right now? What could so- they do? to improve their situation?
0: I think my advice would be just try to go get some help and get out of the situation as soon as you can. I think it's so not worth it to spend so many years um, having these thoughts about food, body image, and you know, treating your body really bad, being anorexic or having bulimia. And honestly, what I can say now, it's, it's not worth it. It's not worth your time. Uh, don't invest in that. Just you should. You you deserve to feel freedom. It's gonna be hard. It's really gonna be hard, honestly. But it's harder to, to feel bad than just. It's it's gonna be easier at some point. So I think I would say choose your bad. I think it's it's time that you choose your bad. Is it bad to feel? You know, it feels bad to feel bad about yourself. But
1: yeah, just yeah, choose your heart. I would say. I love that. I think you say you're going to choose your bad situations in life, both options seem bad. But what you want to look at is the action that you take in either of those options, what's the outcome going to be? So if you stick with doing what you're doing, what's the outcome going to be? But if you change something and it still feels hard, what is that outcome going to be and what outcome would you prefer?
0: Yeah, no, exactly. So when, I, you know what I mean? Choose your bed. It's not that eating is bad. Not at all. What I mean is it's going to be, you're, you're going to feel bad, sometimes feeling uncomfortable, but it's, it is so worth it. Um, at the end of the day, you're going to feel amazing about yourself. I think the bad would be to just do that step to go get some help. Yeah. And then from there, it's just an incredible adventure. Um, it's all, you know, it's, it's all joy and happiness and you're going to feel so much better. It is so worth it. And, you know, don't go through that alone. It's, yeah, I, you know, it's such a waste, of, a waste of time and you deserve better for yourself.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. So that's what I would say, I think, to people going through that. It's just not worth it.
1: Couldn't have said it better myself. Sum that up. <laughs> and just with getting help, you know, if you actually do struggle with an diagnosed eating disorder or you feel like you have one, you need to go and seek professional help from a therapist yeah. as well. You need, a, you need really a support around you in all different aspects to be able to get you out of the situation that you're currently in. Um, so I just wanted to mention that as well. Don't be fearful about seeking help. We all need to seek help at different points in our life. And the sooner you seek help, the sooner you'll get better. Oh, it's been so good chatting with you. Honestly, it's made my heart so happy. I'm so proud of you. And you're just such an incredible person, a beautiful person inside and out. (laughs)
0: Thank you so much. And I really want to say, honestly, what can really help is seeking help. Just find yourself a coach. Honestly, it's really, it was really life changing for me. And you're amazing. You do your job so great. Uh, you love your clients that you work with you love the girls and I love that you're just incredible. So thank you very much for help. You helped me so much from that bad So yeah, thank
1: you. That is so beautiful. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to today's episode guys. If you did enjoy it, I would really appreciate it if you could take a screenshot and share it with family friends on your Instagram stories or to anyone that you think is going to benefit from hearing the conversation that I had with mate. The other thing I would love for you to do is to make sure that you are following the podcast on Spotify. If you are on Apple podcast, a review would mean the absolute world, preferably a five star review. Anyway, guys, that is it. I will be back in your ears next week. Big love coach Tash.